and welcome to, I don't even know anymore, what am I actually welcoming you to? So yeah, so I'm sure if you're listening, you all are subscribers to Neutral Wrestling, WWE versus AEW podcast. We've got, as you know, hundreds of podcasts that we've done, me, Danny, Tebs, plenty of others, Chris, Neil, Martin, Sean, blast from the past there. So yeah, um, plenty of podcasts, but as some of you might have noticed, we haven't actually had a podcast since June the 1st, I want to say, June the 1st, when we reviewed NXT TakeOver, the one that was at the Performance Centre. Um, well, we've all been at the Performance Centre recently, haven't they? But yeah, so that was the last one in the archives. Um, you listen, I've not really been. Um, I'm guessing that some of you listening are part of our 16,000 followers on Twitter at Neutral Res, and I'm sure some of you are wondering where have you been? Where have you been? So I'm just going to give you a quick. This is going to be. I'm going to be talking getting to SummerSlam, which is the last big show from last weekend, um, in a little while. But I'm just going to give everyone a quick update of what's been going on. I just want to thank everyone who's still been sorting us out on Patreon. Thanks for that. www.patreon.com forward slash neutral wrestling. So what happened? Well, as you know, so obviously COVID struck. Wrestling fans sort of disappeared at live events anyway. So obviously we was meant to be going to WrestleMania. I'm sure some of you are familiar with our vlogs. That's for you, Danny. Um... But yeah, so we carried on doing podcasts and stuff. It was uh, the, the lockdown in England was it was pretty boring. Um, but hey, but yeah, so it gets to it. I was losing the will to live, to be honest. Um, I lived at my mum's house, so I was about 10 15 miles away from the center of where I live, Preston. Um, but I thought, so do you know what? I'm gonna get myself a flat right in the town center. So if any of you stalkers listen to this, want to come and kill me. Don't do it, I'm a nice guy. But yeah, um, so yeah, moved to a flat in the centre, um, June, well, it's the end of June. And basically, I'm going to be brutally honest here, been going out drinking every night, doing what a young lad should be doing, not watching. To be honest, I have still been watching quite a bit of wrestling, probably not as much as I have been doing. Um, Obviously, doing other things that a young lad's going to be doing at my age, but hey, we won't talk about that on the podcast. But yes, we've been going out because the pub's, and well not clubs but pubs and restaurants they reopened on july the 4th in the uk so obviously i had a week here at the flat and then um went up to leeds a few times had plenty of nights out all socially distanced nights out some more than others um but yeah so obviously still been watching wrestling and but just not as i've been behind with quite a lot of it i've watched bits of raw i've watched most dynamites but i've not been paying as much attention been hungover most of the time, although I don't seem to get hangovers anymore. But yeah, another thing that put me off was, um, I don't really want to get into the gist of it, but obviously everyone knows about all the speaking out stuff that was going on, um, and a lot of stuff just on Twitter. It just felt like every wrestling fan was just arguing on Twitter. And I was sort of thought, I'd moved into the flat and I'd not been really checking Twitter. And every time I went on Twitter, it's just full of little bitches just fucking arguing and stuff about just unimportant stuff, people, I'll be honest with you, like, people complain, saying, oh, what, this, let's ban this wrestler, fuck Will Ospreay, Zack Sabre Jr., I just think, do you know what I mean, it's like, at the end of the day, England fans didn't want Paul Gascoigne to be cancelled, yeah, the guy might have done things in real life that none of us disagreed with, but, 
I don't go on Twitter and go, oh, let's get him cancelled. That's not how I work. I wanted to start wrestling podcasting to talk about wrestling, not about the people behind wrestling. So, after a few months off, that is what I want to do. I want to talk about wrestling shows, get excited about the matches, about the upcoming shows, talk about wrestling. None of this fucking, oh, well, Will Ospreay had chicken for dinner and I'm vegetarian, so he must be a prick. Do you know what I mean? All that bollocks. Uh, I know it's a little bit more, but oh, Will Ospreay tried to blacklist someone. I'm going to be honest, this is going to get people mad. I couldn't give a flying fuck. So yeah, <laughs> that's why I stopped podcasting. So I thought, do you know what? People don't want to hear it. You might be turning off now thinking, who's this guy? But just, I just think, just enjoy the wrestling and crack on with it. Do you know what I mean? Don't like, it's like, okay, I watched Denzel Washington movies, yeah? If I found out Denzel Washington was like, I'm not working with uh, such an actress on the next film, so you better make sure she's not in that film. I wouldn't be like, oh, fuck that. Tweeting Denzel Washington from my mum's basement. Hey, like that. Anyway, do you know what I mean? Tweeting him saying, oh, well, blah, 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 blah. Can't be arsed with it. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, everyone got into wrestling, and the majority of them, in the 80s and 90s. Some of the most horrible bastards were wrestling in the 80s and 90s. So you can't come along now and say, oh, such a body did this. Because when you started watching wrestling, fucking... I don't even want to say what was going on, because I don't want a liability against me. But, you know what I'm saying? The people in wrestling in the 90s doing a lot worse things than the people. Man, about half of the people complaining about Will Ospreay, Zack Sabre, probably have Shawn Michaels posters stuck on the way. Speaking of posters, get that bad boy. Yeah, WrestleMania 35 poster all the way from New York. It's like a proud place framed on the wall. It was a shit pay-per-view, though, weren't it? Let's be honest, I had a great time. Um, so, yeah, so... Why now? Why now have we started coming back to podcasts? I always had a bit of a target at SummerSlam. I was going to get Tebs on, but he's been busy with his movie podcast. And I think he, I think he's gone back to work, he said. Um, so, yeah, Danny, Danny. I think Danny's just, I don't know. I, I think Danny can't be bothered with podcasting because, I don't know, maybe he thinks you're all a bunch of bellends. Maybe he thinks I'm a bellend. Maybe he thinks, oh, Daniel might get us in trouble. But I think he just he's just sick, I think, like me, of all the Twitter bollocks. So I think Danny is actually off wrestling Twitter. But yeah, I'll be a bit more frequent on Twitter. But I tell you, if any of you come at me, don't think I'm going to hold back. But yeah, so as you can see, something that's in my top, I'll give you a 12. Yeah, bend it on. So that's why I'm inside. That's why I'm not at the pub. Why are you saying, why are you not at the pub then? Well, why are you not doing this? Well, I'm in quarantine, I'm afraid. Last, what was it, Wednesday night, We, uh, me and a few of my friends went to the... Uh, the Vic, the Stanley Arms, up in sunny Preston, and um, yeah, we had a few Elvis Juice, Elvis Juice, what a great IPA that is, couldn't recommend it more, get some of them with some red hot chilli crisps from your local Weatherspoons, or don't know, do they sell it in America? If they don't, get an Elvis Juice, trust me, lovely, 6.5% lovely IPA, can't wait for my quarantine to be up, so I can get back to Weatherspoons and order one of them so yeah so basically we went out wednesday night anyway i don't like saying what pubs i've been in because i don't want some nutters like that nutter we sent sonia Deville or whatever showing up trying to kidnap us we'll get sorted out if they try doing that in preston but hey yeah so yeah so we ended up drinking till about one o'clock we'd had dare i say about 10 11 pints and uh don't know come back here a few of the lads here and i was just like do you know what what a great place this could be in. Anyway, I can't even get it up. I grabbed me Tesco carrier bag, shoved some clothes in, and I thought, you know what? I'm off. I had plenty of holidays booked this year. 
set them off. So I said to me mate Liam, I said, look, you don't have to come. The other two lads who were here, I don't think they was interested in coming. They were up somewhere else. But I was like, I can't go with this. Come if you want, but I'm going abroad. I'm going to airport and see where I can go. So yeah, we got a taxi to his. We got our Tesco carrier bags inside a suitcase. And off we fucked to Benidorm. So, yeah, we had five days on the beer. We watched the Europa League final. Severe against Inter Milan. 3-2 Severe. We watched Bayern versus PSG Champions League final. Watched some PSG fans get arrested on Benidorm Beach. And, yeah, bit of a weird time, really, to go abroad. But I just needed it. I just needed it. We were pissed. We probably wouldn't have gone otherwise. But, yeah. It was great. Got a few lovely... <laughs> I'm not even going to show you what that says, but got a few lovely tattoos along the way. Um, but yeah, it was just a great time to be held. There wasn't actually, for people, English people that might be listening, there was really no English people in Benidorm. All the bars were open. Um, you had to wear masks down the street, um, which is completely different to the UK. Um, but apart from that, there was plenty of bars. There was, it was rammed with Spanish people. Like Every night, it was rammed. Um, plenty of Estrella Galicias. Oh, let me show you this. Let me show you. It's quite. I know it's a wrestling podcast. We'll get into someone a bit. Let me show you these glasses. Danny, you'll like this if you're watching. Yeah. Look at these. Oh, Estrella Galicia glasses. They're proper pint glasses. They're bastards. And got this as well. So about twelve years ago, I went to Benidorm with my great granddad, who sadly passed away since. And there's a picture of us in a pub here. Yeah? And I think this is why we ended up going to Benidorm. But that is from the actual bar. We went back, me and my mate, to the bar where me and my granddad, um, great-granddad, went 12 years ago and told them a story that we used to come here every day 12 years ago and he's passed away. He's there. That's tattoo is for him. Um, And, yeah, they gave us a glass. So, yeah, brilliant. But, yeah, so I guess with that said... What's the future of the podcast? So I said, I, Tebs is going to join us, hopefully, for a payback review. Yes, WWE doing another pay-per-view um, a week after, which is strange. Um, I think I heard that they're trying to do that to combat. Hopefully, two pay-per-views in a row might combat um, the all-out pay-per-view on the Saturday. But I think, to me, if you're going to buy... I think they've shown that, really, if you're an AEW fan, you're going to buy it regardless. Because if you look at the ratings for NXT the last two weeks, they only went up by 150,000, um, 200,000 from what they would do. So it's not like all the AEW viewers are WWE fans. Um, but yeah, so hopefully Tebs will be to review Payback. If not, I'll, I'm in quarantine, so I will be doing a review of it. Might even try and do one of the New Japan show if I'm bored. Um, but yeah, so we'll be reviewing Payback, so look out for that show to be uploaded Monday. Yeah, probably it'll be uploaded Monday, actually. It's bank holiday over here. Not that I can go anywhere anyway. Um, but yeah, that should be an interesting pay-per-view. I quite like the card for it, really. Um, but yeah, so the future of the podcast, I'm going to be doing it. might even just do something that I have to do on my own. So Ted is obviously busy with his podcast, but hopefully I'll be able to get a guest on for the pay-per-view reviews. But you stuck with my beautiful face for everything else. So, that's a recap of 10 minutes, what I've been up to. Um, there might be a few podcasts I do where I look a little bit hungover, but yeah. Um, let's get into wrestling. So, obviously there's a bit too much to catch up on for the last two months. It's been, it's been, from what I've watched, it's not been great. I don't think it's been too bad. I don't think WWE's been as bad as people say. Obviously the ratings have took a big hit. 
Um, but AEW, AEW's been plodding along fine. I like that AEW haven't wasted a lot of their stuff. Whereas NXT, on the other hand, do you know what I mean? They put the title on Keith, took the title off Adam Cole, gave it to Keith Lee, double title match, then it goes to carry and cross at NXT TakeOver. So I'll be honest with you, what I have been watching, I've watched AEW most weeks. I haven't watched any NXT TV. I just can't be bothered with it. So the WWE vs AEW podcast, well, it's now the Daniel from wherever the fuck I'm from podcast, whatever. Um, but I might just, I think I might try and turn that into a weekly Dynamite show. We might just quickly run through the end series. But if you think I'm sitting through four hours of wrestling on a Friday night when there's a pub right across the road, you've got no chance. Um, but yeah, so AW, I think AW's been good. It's been, it's been good. They've not really done anything. Do you know what I mean? Like too bad. Another thing, that's why it's like the whole Sammy Guevara thing, Sasha, but I just think there's one thing after another here. For, do you know what? I tell you what, all this speaking out, all Sammy Guevara stuff, all you wrestling Twitter fans, you drove me to drink. You drove me to go halfway across Europe to get this vest, and now I'm stuck quarantining, so this is all on you. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the story. So last Sunday night, we'll go into SummerSlam after that is all the point of the show. SummerSlam. So last Sunday night, I was out watching the Champions League final in Cafe Brazil in uh, sunny Benidorm. Beautiful weather there. Nice place as well when it's not full of fucking English people chanting. Um, it's a nice place when people are doing that. But yeah, um, SummerSlam, we, I was actually out when SummerSlam ran. So we got back on Monday. So I watched SummerSlam on Monday night. So after five days of going out drinking, traveling, I watched SummerSlam. And I really, I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was a good show. I think the whole Thunderdome aspect definitely, definitely did help. Um, from the empty arena stuff, it does get a bit repetitive. We've now got a bit of a difference between, say, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Do you know what I mean? NXT is different to Raw and SmackDown and the pay-per-views in terms of the building. It was just... I think one of the main things from watching was it was just nice to see. Um, just like wrestlers coming out with even little things like the pyro, the big arena... Do you know what I mean? Even like these thund- <laughs> the pod things, I'm not, I don't even know what they're called. The screens are, there's not much of an atmosphere. But I'll be the first to tell you, a lot of WWE shows, there ain't much of a fucking atmosphere to begin with. So half of the match, it's not really that different. We're in the same building, we've got a big building, we've got the same like Titantron and everything. The crowd are usually dead anyway. So, it, do you know what I mean? It's not actually that different with WWE. Obviously, like AW crowd, they're probably a bit louder. So you'd notice more of a difference um, with that. But for WWE, I don't think there's much difference in terms of crowd. So basically, we're almost back to normal. You can hear a pin drop. Um, but yeah, it, it was really... I think the show... I'd say it was probably better than last year's SummerSlam. I mean, last year's SummerSlam had Rollins, Lesnar, main event. I think we had... Did we have Trish versus Charlotte? Trish versus someone, anyway. Maybe Charlotte. Um, but... It wasn't really the best SummerSlam last year, but this this was good. The show opened up with Bailey versus Oscar. I think from what I've been watching, Bailey and Sasha do seem to be the best act in the WWE at the moment. And I'm hoping, I think they would have had Bailey versus Sasha on this show, if not, because it was meant to be in Boston, if you remember. Um, so I was thinking that obviously they do. Sasha's from Boston, so they'd probably do the Bailey Sasha match at the TD Garden. But credit to WWE, they've not spunked the load. Unlike me in the last few weeks, but they've not spunked the load and um, they've waited. Do you know what I mean? They've waited 
and now this feud, hopefully, it's starting to think like they're starting to get ready to split apart. But you've come this far, just drag it out, start the proper build, the proper split at the Rumble, and we'll have it next year at WrestleMania. Um, but I'm not sure if I trust them to go that far. But Bailey and Oscar, obviously, when there's the same wrestlers having a match twice in one night, Oscar facing Bailey, Oscar facing Sasha, it's a little bit like I remember Seth faced Cena at Night of Champions a few years ago, then he faced Sting. And you could tell that the Cena match wasn't what it would have been had it had just been Cena versus Rollins. They clearly weren't going all out. The intentions of this match was more storyline based. It wasn't for them to go out and have a great match like Sasha and Bailey, Sasha and Oscar, sorry, did later on in the show. Um, but yeah, it, it was a good match. Uh, Bailey retained thanks to help from Sasha, and I went three stars on this match. I'm going to start talking about star ratings. I think it just gives you bit of a line of where I thought the opinion was on the match without me having to go into great detail. So Bailey defeats Oscar in the opener of SummerSlam. Um, next we get Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Andrade. I feel like this this has been building for ages. It was it was alright. It was alright. I think you could have hoped for better from these two. Um possibly would have had this open the show it, in front of a crowd if this was an opener. I think they might have found it a bit easier, but it wasn't wasn't the best match. I went 2.75, the Street Profits. The Street Profits retained, yeah, I think they did. This was just a match that was on. It wasn't like, I don't know, it wasn't wasn't great, was it? It was fine. Um, it wasn't bad. Um, next, we have the feud that I feel like has been going on since WrestleMania. Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville, this was... They worked really hard. They showed a lot of aggression in this match. Um, but they just... Mandy in particular, they're just not very good wrestlers, are they? I do like... I think Sonya has proved that she's great on the mic. Um, obviously, she, obviously, what happened to her, the whole attempted kidnap last week, I've not read that much about it. But I did hear what happened. Obviously, I was in Benidorm, if I haven't mentioned it before. Um, but yeah. They had a good... Yeah. They had a nice match. It was probably the best match they could have had. Um, the babyface gets the win clean, um, and Sonya Deville has to leave town. She'll be back in a few months, won't she? This is WWE. So yeah, these are the three matches that were, they were alright. They were alright. It, it weren't like SummerSlam quality until we get into this next match. Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. And this match, do you know what I mean? I, if you go back in the annals, the annals, WWE word, if you go back in the annals of this podcast, you'll have heard, me, Danny, criticised Seth Rollins for comments that he's made, but we've always maintained he is a great professional wrestler. And he got, obviously there was a few bells and whistles, smoke and mirrors, whatever you want to call it. He got a great match out of Dominic. Dominic is no mug, do you know what I mean? He, 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 he can work, he's very green like my top, but he can go, I think he will be good in a few years. Um, he's obviously been trained, he was at Lance Storm's um, academy. Um, so he's had a lot of training. If you remember this whole, we thought he was going to be in a match maybe just after Survivor Series last year when he got involved in the Brock Lesnar, um, Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio match at title match was it? Yeah, Survivor Series last year. Um, he got involved in that. He took did he take an F five? I think he did. Um, but yeah, but Dominic, he's obviously had time to practice like what nine months of hard training at that performance center. I'm not sure if they rehearsed the match. I'm guessing they did because this match goes 22 minutes, but. Dominic looked good. He looks younger than 21. Um, his hood was getting in his way, bless him. But um, he did well. He did really well in this match. This was a... Yeah, I'd possibly say this was a classic SummerSlam match. 
it was a really, really good match. Now, I don't know if you can hear the builders outside. There's a big building site um, not so far from where I live. So if you can pick that up, you're going to have to crack on with it, aren't you? Or switch off, whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, sometimes I feel like I've had like, where I used to live, there was like heli uh aeroplane base above us and I'd be like, flipping heck, that is a loud sounding plane. It'll pick it up. When I've like listened back, which I try not to do, it's not even picked it up. So if you can hear it, you're going to have to deal with it. But yeah, Dominic versus Seth, great match. Really liked it. I went 3.75, a um, few too many bells and whistles, but I think the right result, Seth did get the win here. And yeah, I don't know where it goes from here. It's obviously, Rey Mysterio signed the contract. Um, so I don't know where it goes. They had a tag team match on Raw, didn't they? Um, hopefully, it's not the end. I do think we need the big Seth versus um, Rey Mysterio blow-off match. Maybe a Hell in a Cell match. That pay-per-view is what? October? Start of November, maybe. So, yeah, maybe we can go with that. But, yeah, really good match. Really strong showing from Dominic. I'm not sure where they go with him from here. I'm thinking a tag team with Rey might be the best way to go with it. Um, don't have him out there on Raw every week. Do you know what I mean? He needs to be keep on training, have him work in matches, maybe a match on NXT, 205 Live, something. Don't have him on Raw every week resting because it might expose him. It's a shame that he can't, like, don't know. Go to it. Go to, it's evolve, evolve is gone. Well, every other indie seems to be gone at the moment, but hey. Um, yeah, so he just needs to get he needs to get repetitions under his belt, a bit like private party in AEW, I feel. But Dominic looked good here, and this was a very, very good match. Speaking of very good matches, for me, the next match, it, it's hard. I think Dominic Seth went 3.75, and I think it, the better wrestling came in the Sasha Oscar match, but Dominic v Seth maybe was more fun. I, I don't know. Sasha Banks Oscar, it was. I've not got the times in front of me. I think it was about 15 minutes. And it was just the transitions. They were just great. Both of them were absolutely great in this match. They worked together so so fucking good. Seriously, I watched the match at... Was it Extreme Rules? Maybe the pay-per-view before last month where they had the horrible finish. And that was a great match as well. But this, this was this was great. It was great. Maybe not as good as the match on the last pay-per-view. But just the submissions at the end just made it so exciting. And Sasha Banks and Oscar are just two of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Sasha is just... She never... She always loses that belt on the next show, don't they? Is it like a running joke or something? But they teased a bit of dissension with Sasha and Bailey because apparently Bailey sort of got in the way of Sasha at the end of the match, but I didn't really see it myself. Oscar taps out Sasha and this was... Match of the night for me. Great match. The match that you need to go out of your way to see from this show... Really, really good stuff here. Um, I'd like to see it continue, really, but I don't know. I don't feel like that's probably going to happen, aren't they? They're going with, uh, what is it, Sasha and Bailey against Oscar and Shayna? No, Oscar, no, versus Shayna and Nia at, the, at Payback on Sunday. So, yeah, really good match. Go and check this match out. Next, we have Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. You'll never see it coming. The build for this, what I've watched, has been really good. Randy Orton. I know there's the summer of Punk. This has basically been the summer of Orton. Orton's been fucking brilliant all summer, ever since, probably since WrestleMania, really, since that horrible match with Edge at Mania. He had that classic match, the greatest match ever at Backlash. And yeah, he's been on fire, and he's like been destroying Flair, destroying the big show, Christian, Edge. Um, so yeah, a lot of momentum going into this. And Drew, 
Drew, Drew's been, I don't know, Drew was like flying, weren't he, up until maybe the Lashley feud. But he's done really well. He's done the best that he could have done in the empty arena scene. Bit of heartburn. Um, but the video package for this match was, oh, what a video package this was. I'm a big fan of video packages for the matches. But this was, this was great. A really, really good video package. Got it. I'd obviously missed a few weeks of TV and it really caught me back up. And it made me hyped to see the match. Really, really good stuff. Um, and then they had the match, and it was it was a Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton match. It was very professional. There wasn't a lot wrong with it. There was stuff right with it. It wasn't very exciting. Um, it was a good match. That's it. it. Was good. It wasn't great. I think we needed the finishing stretch. There was blood, um, but it was good. But it never to follow from the two matches before for me, which was just better than this. Was tough. The finish, I always feel like one of the title matches at SummerSlam, if you go back every year, it seems to be a fuck finish in one of the finishes. I remember AJ Samoa Joe a few years ago, fuck finish. I feel like there was another one. Was it Nakamura Jinder the year before? Last year? It was Kofi V. Orton. I think there might, there might have been one in that. I always thought it was like dodgy finish in one of these um, SummerSlam matches. But um, yeah, it, it was fine. And I think, obviously, with what happened on Raw, um, we're getting... Orton, Keith Lee, next pay-per-view, talk about that in a little while. Um, but yeah, I think Drew versus Orton should really be a Hell in a Cell match. But there's the Clash of Champions pay-per-view first, so maybe they'll have another match or maybe another screwy finish. Maybe Orton will take the belt off Drew. Drew can win it back in Hell in a Cell, something like that. Um, but yeah, I can see these two feuding for quite a while to come. Hopefully they'll have a bit of a better match. But this was good. It, was, it wasn't terrible or anything. I'm not shitting it, but... Do you know what I mean? You're hoping SummerSlam... Huge match, two of the hottest guys in the company at the moment. You want a little bit better, but you struggle to get that, really, at the moment. Actually, I can't even shit on Randy Orton anymore. He had that great match with Edge um, at Backlash. But next, the main event, Braun versus Brain. We've not really done many podcasts since. Um, I used to hate The Fiend. I always liked Bray Wyatt back in the day, but I didn't like this Fiend character. And now, I love it. I don't know why it doesn't produce good wrestling matches, but... I am in the minority. Probably a good job I didn't do the podcast around the time. But I really like the Swamp match. I thought it was good. The pro some of Bray Wyatt. I like some of his promo. His promo skills are fucking amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. It sounds weird. I like his theme music. I like the mask. I like the Firefly Flun houses caught on. Provides good video packages. He got everything nailed down to a T. But the matches aren't great, are they? And um, this was no different. Braun versus Bray. Surprised they didn't use Alexa Bliss in this scene. She'd been in the build for weeks. I think there was rumours that Vince had pulled it last minute. Um, but hey, God knows. Um, but it, it, the, the Bray Wyatt matches, they're not really about the match. It's more about the story. A lot of people think, is there even a story about I, I think there is. There's a lot of storytelling going on with The Fiend. Um, so yeah, I like The Fiend. And I enjoyed this match. It wasn't great, but I enjoyed it. And then, at the end, The Fiend, it made sense. The whole story made sense. Braun beat Bray. They had the Swamp match, which had a fuck finish, wasn't for a title anyway. And then The Fiend will take the title off Strowman at SummerSlam. And then, who should return? You won't see it coming. Roman Reigns looked like he had new teeth, new tan. Hench as fuck. But, not that I'm hench, but, yeah, he looked a bit different somehow. But, so Roman basically twats both of them. Um... And yeah, that was the end of SummerSlam. I already knew Roman had appeared by the time I'd watched SummerSlam, so there wasn't as much 
shock value for me as like everybody else who was watching it. But nonetheless, it was it was a shock ending to what was a very good pay-per-view. So I really enjoyed SummerSlam. Definitely a thumbs up. If you're only going to watch a few matches, Dominic v Seth, Sasha versus Oscar, it'll only take 45 minutes to an hour. Um, but yeah, really, really, it was a good SummerSlam. It was a good SummerSlam. It wasn't really good. It wasn't average. It was just good. A good SummerSlam that I enjoyed NXT TakeOver. So as I said earlier in the show, I haven't been watching any NXT. I just, I don't rate it anymore. I just gone, I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak about the last two months, but just gone off it. I watch, I'm watching it every week from like April and May. Obviously, I'm guessing most of you are listening to the WWE versus AEW podcast. Just gone off it. I, it. It was just boring. It was too much. It was overload. It was making like I was doing the podcast, and I was thinking I shouldn't feel like it's a chore to watch these shows. I should want to watch and enjoy the shows. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to feel like, oh, I've got to watch NXT on a Thursday because I'm doing the podcast Thursday night, which is what it was getting like, which is why I needed a break from podcasting in the first place. So, yeah, if going forward, I will always watch AEW and I will always watch the WWE pay-per-view. So, I will do my best to get you reviews of these shows on the channel. Um, but, yeah, NXT TakeOver. I've just shitting on NXT. I like this show. It was, it was a good, a really good show. Really good show. I'd possibly even say it was... Maybe better than SummerSlam, but I did enjoy the Thunderdome. But yeah, uh, we open with Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. This was it was a Timothy Timothy Thatcher match. Finn Balor worked the Timothy Thatcher style, and it was good. Didn't like that Balor just beat him with a nineteen sixteen. So hoping maybe for a bit more. Made Thatcher look a little bit weak for me, considering if you watched NXT, which I did because I have nothing else to do. Um, Thatcher looks to be going for the North American title, so. You don't really know why you're beating clean, but obviously Balor is going for the NXT title now, so it made sense, I guess. But I just don't like Thatcher losing again. Um, but yeah, I went 3.25 on that match. Ladder match. I hate ladder matches. I hate them. You always hear me saying, why is there always a ladder match on these shows? This was a fucking great ladder match, though. Seriously. Crazy stuff. Some of the dives on it. The, the What was the spot where, like... Was it Balor through Cam... Not Balor, um, Gargano through Cameron Grimes off the ladder. Missed it, just caught his back. We had Velveteen flying everywhere. It was exciting. Like, at no point did I know who was winning. They were just... They were just... Oh, every time someone up ladder, I thought, they're going to get it, they're going to get it. No. Uh, we had Candice LeRae in there making exciting. It was just some in innovative spots. I didn't know who was going to win. It was just 20 minutes of excitement. I fucking love this match. I went 4.25 on it. Probably my favourite ladder match in years. And I'm being honest. Probably the best ladder match since the one that I saw live in the building at the Smoothie King. Um, NXT TakeOver New Orleans. North American title, the inaugural North American title match. But Priest wins. That was a big punishment Martinez fan in Ring of Honor. I was watching this match going in blind, really, because I've not watched NXT for months. But for me, I thought Bronson Reed, a.k.a. Jonah Rock, was the star of the show. And I think... I think if there'd have been a crowd there, he would have really, really got over in this match. Because he, he was the star of the match for me. Um, and I think going forward, he has a big potential maybe to take the Keith Lee spot in a, in um, NXT later down the line. I'm not saying that just he's a big lad, but he, I think he could take that Keith Lee spot late. In, in a year's time, I think he could be a top guy in NXT. Um, shout out to Cameron Grimes as well. He looked great. Velveteen Dream, not so. 
But hey, um, next, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. What? I was like, like, I think Tebbs had messaged me a few weeks ago saying, oh, it's got to be an angle this, McAfee and Cole. And I'm not really paying attention to anything that's gone on. So I want to send this match to the card. I thought, it's going to be shit, this. Fucking Pat McAfee. I've since found out he's been training for years, but he was great in this match. The leapfrog onto the top rope, I was nearly jumping out of my bed. That was amazing. He was great in this match. Um, I do think, like, again, if there would have been a live crowd, the match from the build was clearly Adam Cole was meant to be the babyface and Pat McAfee the heel. I do think if there would have been a live crowd, they would have switched and Pat McAfee would have been getting cheered by the end of this match. In fact, he definitely would because I was wanting him to win. And um, by the end of this, he was great. Um, but in the end, Adam Cole hits the Panama Sunrise for the win in possibly the best debut match in WWE history, except maybe Ronda Rousey's match. But that was a tag match. But hmm, Pat McAfee did a better... I don't know. I was there for the Ronda match. That that was just incredible. Ronda was fucking incredible for the full year she was in there. But yeah, Adam Cole gets the win. I do think it might have made Adam Cole look a bit, a little bit weak. Um, but hey... It was a great match. Great match. Went 3.75. Next, Io Shirai, Dakota Kai. The video package was great. Got me hyped for for a match that I didn't know why was taking place. I love, like, Io Shirai speaking in Japanese. Um, All the fire stuff was excellent. And the match was good itself. A bit slow in the start, but it did get going. Um, Really good. Um, Is it Rachel Gonzalez got involved? Uh, Io Shirai wins, and at the end, Rhea Ripley comes down. What happened to Rhea Ripley, by the way? She was I thought she was going to be on the main roster after beating Charlotte at Mania. Instead, she loses at WrestleMania, loses the title, and now she's been feuding with this Robert Stone guy, apparently. But, hey, um, it looks like we're going in the direction of Io Shirai versus Rhea. Maybe, maybe Rhea versus that Rachel Raquel Gonzalez or whatever. Um, but yeah, this was a good match. It was a good match. I think I went 3.5 in this. don't really remember much of it, but it was good. Uh, main event, Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross for the NXT heavyweight title. Wasn't great, was it? It was fine. I still can't work out if I like this Karrion Cross entrance. The, it's just a bit over the top, isn't it? I'm just thinking if I was watching this with a non-wrestling fan, would I be like... Sorry. I don't know how I'd feel about it, but I guess I'm not going to know now. Because Karrion Cross wins, he clearly injured his shoulder. He was he was like that. He was like that half all the match. He was just like that, weren't he? And then at the end, I think he took maybe like a lariat from Keith Lee, and he landed bad on his shoulder, and you could tell that there was a problem with it. Um, and so Karrion Cross wins, really weird finish, just a top rope move, and I was like, oh, he's won. Even though I knew he'd won, but I wasn't expecting that to be the finish. But Keith Lee goes up to the main roster. Karrion Cross wins the title. And Karrion Cross had to relinquish the belt on NXT this week. Um, so, yeah, that was a bit of a disaster, wasn't it? Overall, this takeover was very good. Very good takeover. It wasn't on the level, obviously, the ones in years gone by. But it was better than In Your House. In Your House, it was definitely better than that one. The last podcast we did in June. Um We'll have done a few more podcasts by the time the November takeover comes about, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so this was, the main event wasn't great. I went 3, 3.25 around that mark. But the Cole McAfee match was great. The ladder match was great. The other two matches were really good. The main event was fine. So we had five matches. None of them were terrible. Um, we had two great ones, two good ones, one all right one. So yeah, 
really it was a really really good show it was two hours 20 minutes which was perfect yeah takeover really i enjoyed takeover i enjoyed SummerSlam. um yeah so there we go that's SummerSlam. that's takeover 35 minutes we're into it that's i don't think anyone needs to listen to me talk for longer than 40 minutes but if you're still listening thanks for listening um, so yeah, we're back. I enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. I feel like I've had a bit not anxiety because I don't really like that word. A bit of, don't know. Do I really want to carry on podcasting? But I enjoyed that. Does help with watching wrestling. It is easier to do it in my own place. I don't have to think. Right, I need to do it at this time. But yeah, hopefully we can get a guest on for the payback review. Maybe Tebs. I might message Danny, but I'm not sure if he's gonna want to. Danny, if you're listening, go and do it. You'll see. If I'm sat here on Monday on my own, you know that nobody loves me. But hey. So that was it. SummerSlam, good show. Takeover, really good show. Um, we will be back to talk. I'm, I don't know if I'll do a podcast tomorrow. I'm not going anywhere, am I? But the SmackDown tonight, we've got the New Japan Jingle. Is it Jingle show? Um, tomorrow, that's a really good card. Um, and then UFC Saturday night, we've got. Sunday, we've got um, Payback. Monday, Raw. So there's a lot of wrestling, a lot of stuff to keep me going versus quarantine. PNE versus Mansfield in the Carlin Carabao Cup tomorrow. We've got Arsenal versus Liverpool, Community Shield. So plenty of sport for me to keep going in this quarantine before I'm back in the pub a week on Tuesday for Denmark versus England. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was it. I just want to say thanks everyone for listening. I'm sorry about the, the break in podcasting. We will hopefully be more consistent now. Um, got a nice little setup here. Um, but yeah. Carry on supporting us on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Neutral Wrestling. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, just search Neutral Wrestling. I'm going to change the name of it because Neutral Wrestling, it just sounds, sounds fucking stupid, doesn't it, really? Um, but yeah, we'll sort that out. So yeah, look out for plenty more videos on the YouTube channel. Don't know if we're going WrestleMania next year, I guess we'll find out. But yeah, so plenty more vlogs. Hopefully we'll be back at a wrestling show soon. Um, yeah, subscribe to the podcast, support the cause, like our posts on Twitter, promoting the po- podcast, retweet it. Hope you've enjoyed the show, and I will be back talking payback next week. See you later, everyone.